0: Hello and welcome to round two of the Pecking Order Show, a show where we talk about the struggle for supremacy in Australian football, uh, everything from the serious to the ridiculous. My name is Cody and joining me is my brother Jake on Skype. Jake, how are you doing this evening?
1: Cody, I'm doing well. Thank you. How are
0: you? I'm doing very well, thanks. Um, Let's get into round two, eh? Ace. T.P.O. Rankings. So in round two of the pecking order show, we'll be talking all things about the pecking order championship. Now, we mentioned this briefly last week, ran out of time, so we're going to be nailing it tonight. Uh, Jake's going to break down what it is and who are the current holders. We're then going to briefly discuss some of the interesting movements from the weekend's games um, within the rankings and have a look at a couple of the upcoming games uh, this weekend around the country. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, guys, hit the big red button down below, big red subscribe button down below, and on Facebook, give us a like and a share. It helps us out, but also uh, our future content, you'll be more likely to see it pop up in the newsfeed. Okay, let's get going. Jake, what is the Pecking Order Championship? All right, let's get into it. So.
1: Hopefully by now, uh, most people watching this will know that uh, we've got the Peck and rankings, which is essentially like, well, the, the way that I explain it, is like the FIFA World rankings but it's for Australian football clubs. Um, and that, I guess you can think of that as our more formal way of determining the best club in Australia at a point in time. Compared to that, the Peck and Gorda Championship, or TPOC, it's, it's kind of our informal or tongue in cheek kind of way of determining Australia's best football club, so it's another method a little bit uh, more on the the ridiculous side of the the scale. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea originally came from some fans in Scotland back in the day um, and you can imagine how this conversation would have gone probably in a pub somewhere. Um, It was in 1967, I think, when Scotland beat England in in an international game and it just happened that that was the first loss that England had had after they won the World Cup in 66. So okay. these Scottish fans sitting in a pub declared that seeing as though they were the first to beat the world champions, that must make them the unofficial world champions. Makes sense. Um, so I think that's where it started and, and a, a journalist might have run with it and at some point somebody uh, picked it up and thought, well, I'm going to look at this a bit more seriously and he went back to the first ever official international game and and basically traced this unofficial world champion all the way through through time. And the first ever game was in the 1800s. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, uh, you go and Google unofficial world champion, you'll see um, all the information. But essentially we've borrowed, stolen the idea and we've applied it to Australian club football. So uh, to put it very simply, it works the, uh, essentially like this. So the the, t- the champion at the time, the, the pecking order champion, is thrown into these never-ending series of matches in kind of like a boxing-style format. So the champion is the champion until they lose. Um, and there's no league tables, there's no tournaments, it's only the title matches that matter. So the, the champion, at some point, will always lose, as, as we know, um, but until that point comes, they retain their title. Uh, and so that if it's a draw, they retain their title. If they win, they, they're still the champion. Uh, if they yep. lose, the victor becomes the champion. Makes sense. Um, so what we've done is we've actually traced this back. the The lineage starts in 1977. We've picked um, so the first ever NSL champion, uh, Hakoa, at the time, yep. uh, when they won it in 77, became the inaugural NSL champions. But much more importantly for that uh, <laughs> than that, as far as we're concerned, is the that they became the first TPO champions. So the very next game after that was the first title match, and we've traced it from that point onwards. And as we say, it's gone over nearly 40 years now, so a little over 40 years. Over 40 years, yeah, wow. Yeah, so I guess just a little bit of some of the the kind of key points there in terms of what's happened since then. There's been over 1,100 title matches in that time. Um, You probably expect all or most would have been in the NSL and then the A-League, but probably only about 400 of those were in the NSL. uh, And a, a little over 600 were in different state leagues. So it's it's actually, this is one of the things I find really interesting about it. It it hasn't spent all its time only in the top tier, it actually f- uh, fell down into the New South Wales state league and bounced more around. more than half of its time yeah, in, in the state leagues. exactly. And it's only recently made its way back into the top tier with the A-League, so... Okay, yep. Um, 47 different clubs have held at it at uh, a point in time. Okay. Um, and the one, one thing that I, I noted down as I was looking through this which I found interesting is that uh, Footscray, um, when they were playing in the NSL, played in 23 different title matches um, across their time in the, in the NSL and didn't mm-hmm. win a single one of them. So it's uh, oh, one no. of those <laughs> records that they've never actually held the title. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. A
0: number of good cha- opportunities. Absolutely. So who are the current um, Peking Order Championship holders? So, right now,
1: uh, the TP- TPoc, uh, TPOC title holder yeah. is Sydney FC.
0: As you'd expect, yeah, which I suppose. probably wouldn't
1: surprise anybody, and yeah. they've they've actually held it since September last year, 2017. So they've they haven't lost a, a game since then, wow. um, yeah. an official game um, against Australian opposition. Uh, but I guess to prove that it's actually pretty interesting and not always straightforward. Um, if you'd asked me the same question only one year ago, I would have said that Apia Leichhardt from the New South Wales NPL was the champion at the time. So. Just goes to show it hasn't always been in the top tier um, and it's, it's actually spent a lot of time outside of the, the A-League. A-League, yeah.
0: Yeah, nice one. Um, all right, so who are the holders? So you've, we've got the overall uh, TPOC championship holder, but then we've, you've also broken it down into each individual state federation, is that right? And who who are the holders?
1: Yeah, so we, we kind of said, well, what we've been talking about the to determine the best club in Australia in a an in Italian-cheek kind of way, uh, we've also done, like, a sub-version of that subtitle, um, one for each of the states, and it essentially works the same way. Uh, the only difference being that it has to be between two clubs in that state, so there's a, a Queensland title holder and a Victorian and, yep, and all yep. the others, so um, I guess at the moment just to run through who's the current holder, yeah, the, please some, do. some of these have changed in the last few days, so yep. um, in Queensland we've currently got Olympic FC who have had a couple of good wins in mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. Uh, Blacktown City in New South Wales are the holders from last year and, and their season starts um, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Broadmeadow Magic in northern New South Wales won it in the grand final on the last day. Uh, Victoria, we've got Bentley Greens, and they had a win on the weekend to hold on to the title. Yep. Uh, South Australia, it's just changed again. So Adelaide Olympic had a win against Parra Hills Knights and, and won the title there.
0: And they only, Parry Hills just won it off someone else the previous week, didn't they?
1: Yeah, off uh, Croydon Kings the week before, Kings, so it's, that's the one. Yep. it's changed twice this season already in two rounds. Okay, yep. Uh, Western Australia, we've got Bayswater City, um, and they've they've won, um, they won on the weekend to hold their title. Uh, Tasmania, you've got South Hobart, and they've actually not lost since about uh, May, early May I think it was, in 2017. So they've held the title since then. Um, wow. they've, not, they've not lost against Tasmanian opposition at least. Uh, and then the last ones are in the ACT. Belconnen um, currently hold it, uh, although there's an asterisk against that, which is an interesting point because on the final mm-hmm. day of the season, Belconnen actually lost to the uh, FFA Centre of Excellence. So,
0: but they don't exist. Technically, anymore. they
1: would have taken it, but given that was their last ever game and they they no longer we want to keep it. We exist. want to keep it alive. Exactly. So it reverts to the the former <laughs> sure, title sure. holder, and in the Northern Territory, Hellenic. So those okay. are all the different ones, but. I guess before we move on, I've, I guess a quick question for you, Cody. Yep. I, I have a feeling I've, as I've been researching this, mentioned it, so we'll see how well you actually listen to me. But um, the question would be, over time, in terms of the overall TPOC, who would you say out of all Australian clubs, as I said, 47 have held it at some point, which okay. club would you say has held it for the, the longest or had the most wins while being the, the title holder?
0: Um, I'd go with Hakoa who I think you said they won it first, so I'll stick with them. Yeah, you're not too far away.
1: They're in, I think, the top ten, um, particularly because, as I said, it, it dropped uh, down to the New South Wales state league where Hakoa was was playing for a while, mm. but it's actually Blacktown City. Um, OK. And being in New South Wales, they, they won a lot of those games in the time, but the interesting thing with uh, Blacktown and this the TPOC is that because they've won the most games and they've held it for the most time, They're on top of the rankings, but they also happen to be the club that uh, lost a TPOC title match to an A-League club and Mm. let the TPOC go back into the A-League. So Ah, despite holding it for a long time, they lost to Western Sydney in the FFA Cup
0: and it went back to the A-League. So there you go. That's that's interesting. Very interesting. All right. Well, um, yeah, thanks for that, Jake. Thanks for that explanation. If anyone has any questions around that, please just hit us up in the comments as always and Jake will be sure to get back to you. Um, next up, let's run through some of the results from the weekend just gone and um, the impact it's had on the TPO rankings. Okay, so we had a few games picked out last week, so let's do a quick recap of those. So, Morton Bay versus Olympic in the Queensland NPL. Olympic made it four from four on a very wet and rainy uh, week, weekend in Queensland, in Brisbane. Olympic are now taking a early five-point lead on the ladder, uh, and I'm imagining they've moved up the rankings a bit, Jake.
1: Yeah, they've moved up uh, into about 30, or well, the mid 30s, I think it is. So they're still outside the um, the top 25. Yep. Um, they're a yeah, very good start to the year, but at the same time, the five point gap um, is because most of those other clubs are still. Got a game in hand, yeah, sure. so yeah. very wet weekend in Brisbane, and it, and it was the only one in Brisbane to be played. So okay. we'll see what happens, but they've won against a couple of top teams, so looking good.
0: Yep, the other game we had picked out was in the Queensland, the FQPL, Rochertown Peninsula, washed out, so we'll quickly move on from that. <laughs> uh, I think this is one of your games you had uh, lined up was Perth Soccer Club versus Perth Glory Youth Team. Um, yep. What was the result there?
1: So Perth got up, oh, sorry, Perth Glory got up over Perth there. That's a bit of a surprise, I
0: think, wouldn't it be? A bit of a surprise yeah.
1: um, if, you're, if you're looking at the rankings. Yeah. Um, and as a, the reason I picked it out at the time was because Perth had a chance to potentially become the top-ranked club in, in uh, Western Australia if yeah, they won that yeah. and jump over Bayswater, um, which didn't happen, obviously, so they actually dropped a, a lot of points. Yeah, well, I
0: sp- um, the youth teams are always a bit unpredictable. You never really know which, who's going to be playing from dropping down yeah. from the A-League teams.
1: Exactly right. I mean, you, the, the squad tends to change a bit, particularly between and the youth league season when they're playing other yeah. youth league teams, and then the MPL. So I mean, the, the rankings for those teams um, is impacted by both of those leagues. So mm. change in personnel can have an impact.
0: Yep. Um, Port Melbourne Sharks versus Heidelberg. Heidelberg getting their season off with a one 0 uh, win. Did they? Well, they were in ninth on the rankings. Have they? I'm guessing they've stayed where they are. Uh, they're in 10th, so tenth, they're about Central yes, Coast Mariners. Yes, yes.
1: Um, so they picked up a few points, not a lot, because they were expected to win. Yep. Um, but Mariners had a win against uh, Wellington, so mm-hmm. which is interesting because those are the two clubs just around, around them, Heidelberg. Yeah. So Central Coast gained a little bit of ground, mm-hmm. but Wellington lost some ground. So Heidelberg, I, I wouldn't be surprised after their next game that they're, they're not in 10th. They'll either be in 9th or, or somewhere below that, I would think.
0: Yeah, OK, interesting. Um, I picked out the Sydney Derby. Now, Sydney FC, uh, the current TPOC, holders um, of the country, they got up 3-1, so I'm get, they're just marching on and on in the, on number one in the TPOC rankings.
1: Yeah, if you look at the points gap between them and, and second, which is um, Melbourne victory at the moment after the weekend's games, there's a huge gap, so it's going to take some time even if they uh, start losing some games for the others to catch them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the last one I picked out was uh, Campbelltown City in the South Australian NPL versus Adelaide City and Campbelltown getting uh, up 1-0. And Jake, I think they've jumped, I looked at this earlier, up four spots from that game and uh, up to 34th on the rankings and Adelaide City dropped a couple.
1: Yep, so Adelaide dropped a bunch of points. Uh, I think it was Adelaide City were the favourites but Mm. Campbelltown ranked reasonably highly as well so it's a good win for Campbelltown and they're... Not too far from the top 25. Yeah, charging on, fever, great, so. great
0: start to the season. Um, yeah. Cool, so let's, let's look into some of this weekend, coming weekend's games that, that peak our interest. Now, you went first last week and stole one of my games, so I'm going first okay. this, this weekend. We'll just do two games each. Well, I'm going to do two. I'll try and limit you to two as well. <laughs> how, um, let's,
1: how about we go one for one? Okay, let's case. do that,
0: one for one. All right, well, I'm going to continue on with Campbelltown City. They've piqued my interest the last couple of weeks. They play Croydon Kings this Saturday night. Um, yeah, have been really enjoying uh, watching Campbelltown's rise up, up the rankings. Um, as I mentioned, they've jumped up to 34th spot. And Croydon Kings, who were, I think... Um, inside the top 25 have just dropped outside of it and anyway either way they're seven places above Campbelltown City so I'm guessing we'll have a look at their predictions Um, maybe put a a slideshow up uh, an image up for people at home but I'm thinking Croydon Kings will be slight favourites maybe not at home but I think they'll be a really um, interesting game to follow now your game
1: fair enough so my the games I've 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 picked three I know you tried to keep me to two but I couldn't do it Um, they're, they're the pecking order championship themed, given that's what we were talking about okay. tonight. So the the first one I had was uh, Newcastle Jets versus Sydney, um, mm-hmm. mostly because Sydney being the the TPOC holders um, and they've held it since November, just waiting to see who will who will knock them off um, that podium. And Newcastle's probably one of the best bets for if a team's going to do it. That, yeah. Um, and I guess even though everybody knows at this stage that Sydney's going to win the league and uh, the premiership at least. Uh, it could be mathematically confirmed with a win this weekend. In fact, oh, I wow. think it will be if they win. So, an important game from that point of view, even though it's it's all but confirmed anyway.
0: Yep. All right. Well, I'll go on. No, you go because you've got three. So you go your second game.
1: <laughs> all right. So my other ones are in the Victorian MPL, I've got Oakley Cannons and Bentley Greens. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, because of the essentially because of the TPOX, so Bentley Greens being the holders there, um, and whether they can. Hold off Oakley Cannons, who started really well, and and both of those clubs are in the top twenty ranked clubs in the in the uh, in Australia in the whole country, so it Didn't should be a good game. Oakley Cannons have a loss. Um, they had a win um, in week one. Okay. Yep. You sure? You're testing me <laughs> at
0: this point, but I you know because that, that that feeds into into my second game, Melbourne Knights. I have a feeling Melbourne actually, Knights beat them. Yeah. Three, no, two. you're
1: right. You're right. But uh, in fact, looking at the top twenty five rankings right now. Um, they did drop points, but not enough yeah. to drop them outside the top okay. twenty. Yeah. So um, Bentley Greens will still be favourites there. But I guess the other th- other reason I picked just that hang one on out a is... sec. Did I just pick you up on a mistake? Yeah.
0: In your own ring. <laughs> Can rankings? we edit that? No, we we're leaving over? that in. <laughs> Sorry, keep going.
1: There's too many games in a week. Um, and yeah, the other reason I picked that one out is because uh, over the past few years, Oakley Cannons has actually been Bentley Greens' bogey team you know, okay. in terms of dropping points that they they probably wouldn't have been expected to. So.
0: Yeah, that's why cool. i got that one. All right, well, um, as I just mentioned, my second game, Melbourne Knights uh, coming off a good win against Oakley Cannons uh, yes, in have. round one uh, versus, is it Pasco Vale uh, or Vale? I'm not sure how to pronounce most of these these football teams. Um, this game is Friday night. Um, Pasco Vale beat Northcote City 4-1 and they're now in the top uh, 25 of the rankings in at 23rd for a... I know, they're one of those teams I haven't heard a lot about. Um, They've just snuck in there to 23rd on the rankings. Um, They've jumped above Croydon Kings, Green Gully, Brisbane Strikers and Sydney Olympics, some massive teams. Um, And the TPO probabilities, I think, is an interesting one here. Has the Knights with only a 17% chance of winning this game. Um, But yeah, I think it's, you know, those, as we mentioned, I think, last week, those rankings really are based off the, the previous results, which are... From last season, so um, they might have recruited well in the off season. Have a new coach. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the result of that one, and that's on the on the Friday night. What's the third game you've got, Jake?
1: That one I have is um, the new, in the New South Wales MPL two, which starts this weekend. So um, starts a week before the MPL one, uh, and it's St George and uh, Parramatta. So two okay. ex NSL clubs mm. in their day. Um, and I've picked this one because not that as I said, it's TIPOC-themed. Neither of these are the TIPOC holders in, in that state, in New South Wales, but they've both had an impact in the past. And I've picked this one because St George... Um, it gives me an excuse to kind of tell this story, but okay. St George um, back... They're probably the club out of all of those uh, 47 that have held it at some point that have had the biggest impact in terms of where the, the title has gone. Um, the reason being back in the... 1990-91 uh, NSL season, on the last day of the season, uh, Sydney United were the holders at the time, mm-hmm. and they played St George and lost 3-0, so St George became the title holders. Now, that that game happened to be St George's last in the NSL. Uh, they were booted, relegated, um, somebody you'll know better than I will, but essentially their next game wasn't until 92 when they played in the New South Wales State League, uh, and that's where they took the title. So hmm. that's that's the way it works. You know, the t- as we said, the title holder is the, the champion until they're beaten. So St George took the title into New South Wales, and it stayed there for twenty five odd years. So if it, if it wasn't for St George, maybe it'd be a lot different. Yeah, wow. So that's why I picked that game: St George versus Parramatta.
0: Cool. Do you know where they
1: they are situated in the rankings at the moment? Uh, they're both a bit uh, further down. They're probably mid table in terms of the, okay. uh, the MPL 2 clubs, but they're actually very close together, so it's okay. predicted be to be a tight game.
0: Cool. Well, thanks, Jake. Um, and that pretty much does it for round two. We spoke mostly about the pecking order championship. If you, anyone watching has any questions around that, around any of the things we've mentioned, or if you're interested in your own particular club um, or league that you're in, just hit us up in, in a message on Facebook or YouTube or in the comments section, and um, I'll get Jake on to replying back to you. Um, as I mentioned earlier, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a subscribe. It really does help us, help us out. And on Facebook, a share and a like. If, if you think anyone else would enjoy the show, we're looking to cover a lot more things in the, in the weeks to come. Now, if you're interested in some TPO predicted league tables, um, we're going to be rolling that after the show finishes just now. Uh, just some images through the different leagues, so hold on for that one. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Jake, thanks very much for joining me tonight. Thanks, Tony. Awesome, and we'll see you all next time in round three of the Pecking Auto Show. See you later.